So I start my day, and I think this is something for the listening ship. If you can do this, you will live a, a life with less stress, okay? It is wake up in the morning. Don't do what you feel like doing. For me, it's, you know, I want to jump on my phone. I'm going to check my likes. I'm going to check my emails. I'm going to check the news. Um, I don't do that anymore. What I do is I wake up. I get myself out of bed so I don't fall asleep again. I take some deep breaths, and I take 10 minutes telling myself what I'm grateful for. Welcome to the Picture of Wealth, or TPOW as we call it. I am your host, Dustin Service. So where are we here? What is this place? This is my living room. This is my shibari right behind me here. One of my favorite pieces of art. Yeah. We got the whole office. We got our desk. We got the fireplace. Nice. Very cool. Pot, exercise with oxygen therapy. Really? Yeah. Ten minutes. So you got an morning. oxygen tank sitting by the like a bike. We got an oxygen concentrator. Uh, I don't know if you can maybe you can't see it, but it's hold on. holy crap. Yeah. So it takes. 21% oxygen, right, is in the air, and uh, it converts it into like 96%, and then I got this like special mask that I wear, and then I just super saturate my shit first thing every morning. Man, I'm <laughs> learning all the biohacking. It's the best. Whenever I'm doing any of this stuff, I'm like thinking about myself, my family, my friends, and then I think about like, oh, this probably could help my community too. Yeah. So it's like but, a big, uh, a big ass experiment. You know what? Exactly. Right. One of the things that I've learned in school is that um, everything is academic until you've proven otherwise. Right. <laughs> I've been enjoying actually um, being able to experiment like, through my practice with regards yeah. to biohacking, optimal health stuff. After that... this, I'm going to pick up my hyperbaric oxygen chamber that usually sits over here. Really? You get it like it's that big. You get in it. Oh yeah, it's big. You can get mine's two size for two people, and then I have another oxygen concentrator that runs that oxygen into the chamber. Okay. And then you do the 100% oxygen while you're under pressure. And what's the net benefit? What are we doing this for? It depends on which one we're talking about, but they're both sort of similar. So when you do, um, say, EWAT, right, the spin bike with the oxygen, the idea is that you only can saturate so many of your red blood cells. Right. So the red blood cells are what carry oxygen. The endpoint of oxygen is in the cell in something called the mitochondria. Do you remember what the nickname is? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. The powerhouse of the cell, powerhouse of the cell, right? So it takes oxygen and it takes food, fat or carbs, converts it into ATP energy, which is the chemical that basically is the energy for every single cell in our body to do its job. So when you're doing EWAT, you are um, improving your oxygen saturation, which means that every red blood cell that passes by the lungs, they say about 93 to 96, well, sorry, 96 to 98% of them get saturated, meaning they have an oxygen. So there's a percentage of some of them that don't have an oxygen, right? Right. Plus they're only passing at a certain rate past the lungs. Like they go, they drop off the oxygen, they pick up the carbon dioxide, they bring it back, do the exchange. Well, when you're doing that, you're getting 100%, right? You're saturating all of them because you're super right. saturating red blood cells. And then you're pumping them fast. So now they're like dropping off, picking up, dropping off, picking up. So 
through oxygenating the system, like many things happen, but like the biggest is you get this metabolism energy improvement, which sort of upregulates the function of every organ system, which is including like immune system, right? Cardiovascular system, repair systems, digestive systems. So by doing that, you improve the function of all your systems, which improves healing. Plus, you know, it's, Cancer doesn't like oxygen. So in that therapy, you upregulate oxygen, you improve the body's ability for something called apoptosis, which is programmed cell death. So a lot of cancer cells, the way their program is, is they grow these red blood cells that like feed them some nutrients, but really don't let the big red blood cell get through. And so therefore it can start to necrose and grow into neighboring tissue. And so when you oxygenate the system, oh, so the reason why it does that is because then the mitochondria inside, which has its own DNA, so it can replicate and grow, or it can like shrink down and be few. Um, it causes it like shrink down and be few. So therefore then the cell doesn't have the ability to kill itself, apoptosis. And then it kind of stops the ability of this cell that would typically go, hey, I'm doing something funky here, right? to just keep growing. So when you do this, you're trying to like improve that oxygenation to number one, just prevent that from happening, but also you can use it to treat it. For athletes, it's all around healing like tissue and for anti-aging and healthy aging, same, same, right? Just like improving the body's ability to regenerate and repair. The hyperbaric oxygen, now, so now you're dependent on all those red blood cells for carrying oxygen, right? You get into the hyperbaric chamber. Now what happens is it's pushing it past that. So you're not dependent on the hemoglobin and the red blood cell. You're just pushing it right into the plasma. So now you're just like saturating the body. And now it's floating through the system, like not even attached to red blood cells. So cancer cells, again, that have grown this like torturous type of uh, blood supply, usually the red blood cell can't get through. So it's still a problem, right? But now the oxygen is in the plasma, so it can just get right in there and start helping the cell heal it down. So again, it's a lot more than cancer, but I've been dabbling in a lot of that and seeing some really <laughs> incredible results. Well, I think you should back up a sec because I just looked this up the other day where like oxygen is a major part of performance, whether it's fitness, as much as people are like, oh, don't eat before, or you should fast or get your protein or fat, you know, there's all sorts of different diets, but what actually happens, like you, you did allude to it, but like help us understand the journey of a cell or help us understand the journey of energy because you started okay. to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so again, every cell needs to make energy in the form of something called ATP, adenotriphosphate, which is all these phosphate bonds attached, right? So that what happens is they're like high energy bonds. So they break open and release this energy. And then the energy, energy, right, is uh, a frequency that allows things to happen. So to make those bonds attach within a cell, there's something called a mitochondria, right? And it's one of the organelles. And the interesting thing with the mitochondria is that it has its own DNA within mm -hmm. the cell. So some people from like heritage think that it used to be a bacteria that invaded the ce a cell and therefore became sort of the development of, I don't know who we are today, right? Um, but that mitochondria itself 
so it again can grow or shrink. So there's different ways and different things you can do. So like the whole like cold plunge, like rave that's happening right now, which is amazing because my core belief system is that the core of all healing is water, right? Like hydrotherapy, hot and cold, hot and cold, hot and cold um, can heal just about anything, you know? And so, but the thing behind it is it activates mitochondrial function and upregulates its growth. So it sort of tells the, the cell to start growing them. So all of a sudden, every breath you take, every, every food you eat is turning into energy way more efficiently because there's all these more energy producers, right? So, but, but here's, here's something interesting to add, to add is that, but you need oxygen and you need food. And depending on if you're like a carb eater or a fat eater, can um, determine a lot also of your health. So it, is there a better one? Um, I think in general, we are designed to eat less carbohydrates and more healthy, good fats um, than we do generally. But I think it's about balance, you know, and it's about quality of the food. So if you're eating horrible fat and really good quality carbs, then that's not good if you're eating like, refined carbs and like great omega fats, that's not good either. You got to find healthy of both and a, and a good balance. And it also depends on your goals. You know, what are you trying to achieve? In the grand scheme of things, you've studied for how many years now? Study practice? A ten, 10 years of uh, like postgraduate school. And then I've been in practice, I think 16 years now. Yeah, almost 21 because I gauge it because my oldest son was born my first semester of med school. I remember that you, a child in university, uh, you inspired us all when we were all two children in universities and listener, Brett and I've known each other for a long time. And so this is a special podcast, uh, where we get to flash back to, uh, the old days of working out. So the one question I had me and my youngest son were looking up the other day, like dinosaurs are a thing, you know, and he's six. And so then we looked at like, when do they exist or if they exist and, you know, listener, I'm sure you're chuckling because. Who knows what your belief is about dinosaurs, but well, well, they're like, around. that's the thing. Well, well, humans. So then we got onto humans. And again, another <laughs> huge topic, whether, you know, we've evolved or been created by something, someone, whatever, but in the articles, you know, I only had three or four articles that we looked at, but 300,000 was roughly 300,000 years ago. Humans maybe started to be in sort of the form of what we look like. This was this article. And so it got me thinking for, all the like natural stuff that we're doing and we're, you know, see stuff on Instagram and you're like, yeah, I need more vitamin E. And so then you go buy, you know, $68 of vitamin E and take that. And it's like, I don't really feel that much different, you know? So <laughs> with, how much impact are we actually doing on all this natural things that we are acquiring or like diet, you know, I was like, don't have dairy. And then it was like, but then a couple of weeks ago, it was like, article not milk ooh not milk's not that good it's like oh no back to dairy you know yeah. so okay. unpack gotcha. that for me okay there's there was a few like questions and i got a few comments in there um <laughs> first off you know like just cuz it's gluten free doesn't make it good you know like french fries <laughs> are gluten free it doesn't make it healthy for you if you're eating deep fried french fries all the time right <laughs> so just because it's a supplement doesn't make it um necessarily healthier and you know what the big part to understand is like 
when I'm, then this took me a while to figure out and understand too, but when I started treating people, depending on what was coming in my door, you know, certain supplements seemed to work better and some seemed to work less well. Now, here's the thing, Dustin, you're a healthy young guy, you know, doing a lot of the right things. Um, if you come in and I just, you know, I give you some basic vitamins, you may or may not feel much better. You come in with a neurodegenerative disease or a cardiovascular disease, and you're really not doing well, and I give you the right things, you are going to start to improve, you know, mm -hmm. if you do it over a foundation of, um, you know, lifestyle, like diet and activity and mindfulness and good sleep, because really those things, the foundational things, the good sleep, the mindfulness, the activity, those things are a defining factor of your health, you know, like, and your healing. Right. So the old idea of like, just take a pill, like here, just take a bunch of vitamin E is not reality. You know, reality is treating the cause of what's going on, taking some time to figure out the mind, body, spirit cause of why something's not happening, you know? So I do think that there is a foundation of things that could be taken that will help prevent and benefit. And I've also, because I've been practicing long, figured out some of those things that people like you really feel when you do take versus you just have to have confidence in the purpose behind the supplement. Because mm -hmm. in today's world, our food is really depleted of a lot of nutrition and it is full of a lot of extra funky junk. I call it, you know, additives, preservatives, texturizers, emulsifiers, dyes, colorings. When people come in to see me and they, don't think their diet is a part of how they feel they are in for an awakening and when they when i inspire them to do some change and they feel it they're like i can't even believe it you know like the food is the medicine and it is also the poison so it has to be a part of anybody's optimal health or treating illness program yeah. Recently we did uh, like a private blood test. And so it came back and it comes back with all this indicators of if you got good blood, how old you probably are and all this like stuff. But the one thing uh, was some of my cholesterol was higher according to them. And now looking into it, when there's certain doctors and naturopathic people that say that even a little bit of higher cholesterol is actually okay. And all those markers of like, you know, when you go to the doctor, you get a blood test and it says, this is the range, but it's like, yeah. it's your testosterone is two, but it could be four and you're still normal. Well, well or it's two and it should be like 28 <laughs> and you're three and the doctor's saying you're still normal. Right. So then I, do so, you want to be normal or do you want to be optimal? Do you want to yes, be in range bingo, or do you, you want to feel great? You took the words yeah, right man. out of my mouth. Optimized. I actually became an expert at reviewing lab work. That is my jam. I just started like, I don't know, I've been doing this so long now, like probably a decade or more ago, really starting to understand lab work and the patterns between systems. And also the fact that usually when you go to the regular family doctor, because it's government funded, it's not them. It's the government that's saying, don't go look for preventative testing. Don't do this test. That test too expensive. Like only run so many. And you need to justify it by having a symptom. So if I came in and I said, I want to get my liver checked. And they're like, well, Dr. Brett, you don't drink. You got no liver pain. You don't have jaundice. You don't have icterus. No, we're not, we're not allowed to do your liver, you know? And what happens is because of that sort of philosophy, 
number one, people wait till they get sick and then start reacting instead of looking preventively. And two, it's like people lose faith. They're like, I don't, you don't even know what's going on. So part of my practice, I'd say 99% of people that come in first visit is we run like an extensive lab work with a lot of things stretched out and pulled out and, you know, you got to pay for it, but guess what? You're going to appreciate what you I'm going to teach you about your biochemical body based on looking at those results. And so that's number one point two cholesterol. Yeah. There are a lot of like misnomers of our labs out there and ranges that are too wide and people that are going, but my doctor said my thyroid was fine. And you're like, yeah, well, it, it, I mean, it's in range. Like again, at the bottom end of the range and you're presenting with every single symptom of hypothyroid. So if you're good with that, then just keep going on. But if you'd like to be at the top of the range and not have any of those symptoms, you know, treat the patient, not the lab test. Mm-hmm. But the labs are really important to give you some guidance. So things like cholesterol, you know, we learn over time a strong belief is, yeah, cholesterol is okay. Cholesterol is actually the building block of all your hormones in the body, including testosterone, right? right? They line every single cell in your body. They're an indicator or a message for like anti-inflammatory or pro-inflammatory. Like there's, it's super important. So to just turn that off, cholesterol comes out because of inflammation in the body. It's creating some damage and the cholesterol is coming out like a patch to fix things. So then the doctor gives you a statin drug, which is maybe one of the most sold drugs out there. And it changes your cholesterol. There's no doubt it changes your cholesterol markers. So you go, oh, well, I guess I can still smoke, drink pop, you know, eat fats because my cholesterol's good. <laughs> no, 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 that's not how it works, right? So it's really... Again, it's this weird pill, easy fix sort of system where the reality is it's like, no, 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 you need to stop smoking, get exercise, quit eating the bad fats to treat that issue. But when you turn cholesterol off with those drugs, you know, not day one, but within short order, like say five years, well, you're doing a lot of harm to your body by depleting things like coenzyme Q10 reducing testosterone and hormone levels. Like there's repercussions eventually that happen by just taking those medications forever. And this is the thing, these people come and see me and they're like, doctor, I got no energy. You know, I feel crummy. I, I don't feel good. My mood's down. My testosterone's down. I got no libido. And when I look, often there's there's a cholesterol lowering medication in there that's been in there for over five years. Right. So take it out build the nutrients. I mean, there's some people that need to be on those medications, but I'm going to say it's very, very small compared to the amount of people that are on it. I had a lady come in the other day and tell me that her doctor gave her one because her husband had a heart attack and she wanted, he wanted her to feel better. <laughs> I was like, that does not make sense. Yeah. Like, isn't that like the muscle old pains thing? and I'm tired. I'm like, well, you're on a medication that there's no lab work that says that you need it. And there's no health history that says that you need it. Listener, Dr. Brett Phillips, owner of Okanagan Naturopath Healthcare. That was a great warm up. So now we're getting into sort of the wealthier part of the podcast where I'm going to push you to uh, a place where instead of, you know, we're treating things later in life to try and maybe prolong our life or when we realize it. I'm envisioning a regiment, a, some sort of check-in when maybe you're 25 
So, and then at 30 and then at 35, so people are checking in with you or a regular cadence of activity in the live life from a preventative place instead of a dealing with it later when there's an issue. So what would be, maybe give us like at 25 and maybe 35 for someone in that sort of range, what should they be coming to you or what tests should they get done to sort of take an assessment of health and either go, I'm good for a bit or... Yeah, I'm going to have to get going on something. What would those tests be at 25 yeah, or 35? Okay. So first off, what I do for myself and I recommend for everybody is at least once a year. You know, I do mine in September. It's kind of to me back to that academic school year. Summer's over. Let's see what I did to myself all summer long. <laughs> you know, how hard do I have to be to like get myself back to bath cell? Um, but I think once a year, everybody should be getting some lab work done. And it's preventive lab work. You're not looking for something. I mean, if something comes up, you know, later down the road and like, we need to check it out. Let's check it out. But I think as just a smart, optimal health and healing prevention of disease, once a year, you should go in and get what I call the functional lab screen. Okay. Now you won't ever get this through the conventional system because again, I'm not trying to tie symptoms to the lab work to justify it, to pay spend the public's money. Right. You know, I'm going, we're doing the snapshot liver, kidneys, gallbladder, electrolytes, um, hormones, certain vitamins like vitamin D, which is like majorly underprescribed and major like issue here. Uh, B12, which is also like a major like, you know, nutrient for a lot of people. Um, calcium, magnesium, thyroid, a full thyroid panel. So we're getting the T3, the T4, the anti-TPO the adrenal glands, liver, like I do like five tests for the liver, whereas most systems will do two, maybe three. And what happens is when you run these like bigger tests, this is when I catch a ton of stuff. Let's talk about the thyroid again. Most people are running just something called the TSH, which is the hormone from the brain that talks to the thyroid. Because it works in this feedback loop system, they just assume, well, if this is high, then that means that's low, or that's low, this is high. Mm. But the reality is, is, when the hormone gets into the body, there's a bunch of other conversions that have to happen to get it to its like active form. And it might be doing the feedback loop looking normal because it's something later in those conversions that isn't working. So it looks like from a lab work, hey, it's you, thyroid's no problem. But the reality is if you dive a bit, if you listen to the patient, you'll hear it anyway and you won't need the lab test, but you should do it. And then you do the lab test and it confirms like, yeah, there's like an enzyme deficiency here so though it looks like it's okay when you do a bigger test it's not and i get like hundreds if not thousands now i've picked up and like you get somebody's thyroid better and they are forever grateful they bring me pickles they bring me flowers they bring me cards they bring me praise you know it's it's amazing it's amazing how when you can pick it up which again just doing a little bit more detailed lab work does how you can really change the quality of someone's life I mean, what would be an example a thyroid situation that uh, improves? So one okay, you know, so it's... like somebody will come in and they'll be like really tired, they'll be gaining weight, um, maybe constipated, very brain foggy, you know, lethargic. Maybe they know they have a thyroid issue and they're on some synthroid and their doctor says they're fine, but they still feel like, well, but I'm a bit better, but I'm not quite there, right? or they just don't even know yet, but they've been like, yeah, ever since I had my kids, I thought I was just tired because of kids. Well, there's something called Hashimoto's thyroiditis, which is an autoimmune condition that starts attacking the thyroid, but it does it really slowly. 
And sometimes when it attacks it, it causes a bunch of hormone to spill. And then you get a little bit hyper. Or over time, it starts to deplete it and you get hypo and you get this sluggish. So again, you do check for the antibody and you'll find it. And like what happens is, is in our conventional system, again, they just, I don't want to say just, and, and I don't, I'm not, I have nothing against conventional medicine. There's just some challenges in it. This tends, tends to be one is that they're sort of taught to just test the TSH. They're maybe mandated even test the TSH. I think if, I believe actually, even if the doctor checks the T3 and the T4, it goes to the lab. The lab tests the TSH first. And if it's normal, they override the doctor's orders and they don't have to run the T3 and the T4. So it's yeah. like, it's not healthcare, it's, it's health funding. And so again, in a case like that, sometimes I will just take the individual Synthroid, which is T4, and replace them with like desiccated thyroid, which is a T3, T4 supplement. And all of a sudden their eyes light up, they perk up, you know, in real short order too. Like, and they're just like, oh my God, Dr. Ben, I feel like myself again, thank you so much. And then within a few months, they're back to like where they were five years ago you know, before kids, it's yeah. really incredible. Like I'm, I've done it enough times now that I just love it when it walks in the door. Cause I'm like, Oh, you're going <laughs> to love me. I got some curiosity around. I remember when I was at a university before you, like you've gone to school way longer than me and are much smarter, much more happy, no. but everything's relative brother. <laughs> but I, I will say that it's like, when you came on the scene, it was like natural doctor. It was like, what is that? And now what have you seen since when you first set up shop and the challenges that you were like faced with where now, what are the challenges? Are they different? Are they the same? Dude, there's huge challenges in my industry all the time. Like right now, um, there's this massive issue that's happening called Bill C-36. And like constantly the government is trying to take back power and like, and it's mm -hmm. happening right now. And it's not good for the general public. Like up till now, I've been self-regulated, so regulated by a body that understands me and my profession. And I think through the COVID thing, government realized they didn't have as much control as they um, would have liked. And so now there's this thing called amalgamation that's happening where they're pooling all the colleges together. They're taking out all the public members, all the professional members, and they're just going to be government run. Hmm. So... Again, I don't want to get too much into the politics of that right now, but that is not good. And like the general public person doesn't understand and it just happens like at a government level. And the next thing you know, people like me that will go the extra mile to help you will one, be challenged to sometimes even get the things that help you or also um, sometimes government, if they don't like you so much, they can feel you full of administrative headache. Right. Right. So there's some real concern now. This isn't necessarily brand new kind of thing. Like government's always trying to have that control. But like right now, I think post COVID it's um, they're really trying hard again right now. And it sounds like things are moving not the way um, I don't think the general public would like limiting, limiting supplements and things like that, making right. it hard for companies to bring stuff in. Like they're really trying to close the door on a lot of natural health stuff. We'd think there'd be a place for both. It's like, wouldn't you think not... so? Yeah, I just I mean, you know what, when I got into the profession, I didn't actually realize that there was like any sort of like discourse between conventional medicine, natural medicine and government. But the reality is like I just was naive. Everybody wants power of some sort and you're stepping on toes and I'm like, "Can't we just all get along?" Like it's supposed yeah. to be about the patient. But the reality is 
there's billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars and some people are greedy you know i got some other theories about it, it would tie into your industry of if we had better health and we were sort of more agile and able body and maybe when i'm 60 i'll listen to this episode and be like oh service you don't know but as i see it now it's like if you were able body and you could work or be able body longer or had the interest and the energy and of mind then you wouldn't have to save as much for retirement so that actually would be more productive for taxes more productive for the future and so is there a model there i don't know if i'll ever be able to figure it out uh but if anyone I else is listening yeah. and you got some ideas i'd love to brainstorm but i think you're bang on i think that health is wealth if you got a healthy mind body and spirit you're going to have more abundance in your life and you're going to be able to contribute more and, and do more and make more and absolutely I don't understand all the inner workings of the politics behind decisions that are being made, but there are definitely some that don't make sense. But if I could say anything is eat clean food, get daily exercise, um, sleep well, and for goodness sake, take some time out of your thinking brain to just be. And if you do those things, that's going to get 80% of it, you know? Yeah. The other 20% is come and see me kind of stuff, right? But I think, again, to answer your question, by doing that lab work, I can see stuff like early on where I can just like give some lifestyle advice and be like, okay, summer was fun. <laughs> you know, like we had a great time, but Brett, your liver is looking like it got beat up a little bit. So let's take fall and do some simple things that help my body heal. I guess there's part of it is getting your mind in the right frame people say oh it's placebo well yep who who cares maybe it's, it's yeah. not you know you could check the blood work and then so yeah. is it the whatever you're taking that's changing the blood work or is it your mind you know there's a documentary called heal we went to a few years ago and it was like your mind actually is a major contributor so for some people they, they want to in, do investments or they want to you know put money towards something well it's like well if you put your money towards being a better inside there's big value there huge right yeah absolutely my friend I, you know placebo you know what i think sometimes people come to my clinic you know and they do some of these fancy therapies like the injections or they're doing the iv clinic but they're almost there more just to get into my energy warp you know and like get inspired and feel that and so certainly there's some benefits of vitamins and certainly there's some like motivational inspiration stuff it was quite interesting like i was at a conference this weekend and a number of other doctors came up to me that were following my instagram and were like thank you so much like i've been feeling so much better since like watching this and hearing you say that and like i mean that's just information and stuff i'm sharing right and they're hearing it and it's inspiring them and making them feel good and so they're having better life experience so is that placebo i don't know or is it just positive energy and people feeling like, yeah, you know what? I can do it and have some self-compassion and gratitude and, you know, things that maybe their family, their friends, their education didn't teach them that they're learning at this new stage. So yeah, I think it's powerful. I think it's really powerful. And again, if you're getting better, I'll tell you what, you don't care if it's placebo or the vitamin or the whatever, you're just happy that you don't have pain anymore. 
Yeah. Or you're happy that your cancer is shrinking or you're happy that you can like now walk to your car without like getting out of breath. Yeah. You have, uh, you have four children and your youngest is how old? 12 Atticus, 12 Athena's 15. My daughter, the princess, Yeah. um, Theodore's 17 rugby star and Maximus, my oldest, uh, who's 20 was born in my first year of med school. So that's how I know I've been doing it 20 years. He is in third year university doing sciences, looking at potentially medicine, you know? You're just slightly a little bit older than me. You're probably 44. 21. Four, yeah, okay. So <laughs> 21 plus a couple. So at this stage, you're not an empty nester, but you took we took different trajectories. So we, we waited until we were late 30s to have kids and you were right out of the gate. So give us a snapshot of like how good life is getting now or is it just the same? Uh, and how you sort of stick handled through university and then starting a business in natural healthcare, which was a nothing industry, you know, when you started, how does that work? And you know, what's funny is I had my daughter when I opened my first clinic and then I had my next son, my fourth son, when I opened my second clinic <laughs> and I was like, okay, what's going on here? It's like, every time I take on a new project, I make a baby. So, um, you know what? My kids are my best friends. I absolutely love them. We are like really killing the life experience. You know, my kids, I, from a young age, maybe because I was young, we made a choice to include our kids in everything we were doing. And it wasn't like a, Hey, I'm the parent and you're the child. It's like, uh, Hey, we're all in this together. Like, so what do you think? You know, like, can you please not do that? Cause it's making it hard for everyone. So we have had a very like open, honest, um, real relationship throughout all the stages. And like, I honestly can say I enjoyed every stage along the way. I'm a very present moment person. So this might just be because it's in the moment, but I'm having the most fun I've ever had right now. It is so much fun. My son Attica or Maximus was like, Hey dad, you want to come to Coachella with me and my friends? I was like, yeah, I do. And we went and had like oh, 10 days down in Palm Springs, California, just rocking out with my oldest son, right? So much fun. Theo, he's like, you know, rugby star, so wise. I'll do something. He'll be like, dad, I would have handled that a little bit differently. <laughs> and then he'll tell me, I'll be like, oh yeah. You know what? That was, you did it. I should have done it that way. You know? Um you know, my daughter, 15, I just like, the rule's always been you can do anything you want. You'll never get in trouble. Like, just don't let any of those boys mess with you, right? Yeah. And then Atticus, he's probably going to end up being the most knowledgeable just because he's like this blend of all of them. Right. Right. But uh, my thing is, is just stay present. Enjoy every moment, you know, like wake up and be grateful today. So I start my day. And I think this is something for the listening ship. If you can do this, you will live a, a life with less stress. Okay. It is wake up in the morning. Don't do what you feel like doing for me. It's, you know, I want to jump on my phone. I'm going to check my likes. I'm going to check my emails. I'm going to check the news. Um, I don't do that anymore. What I do is I wake up. I get myself out of bed so I don't fall asleep again. Take some deep breaths. And I take 10 minutes telling myself what I'm grateful for. Grateful to be alive today. Grateful for having a good mind and a good body. I'm grateful for my kids and their health. I'm grateful for my friends and my family and their health. I'm grateful for the lake. I'm grateful for the sun. I'm grateful for the snow. I'm grateful for my legs. I'm grateful for my eyes. You know, I'm grateful for my motorcycles. I'm grateful for my skis. I'm grateful for this like stethoscope. 
And when I'm doing that, I am like staying really present. And actually I want to tap into almost like spirit, soul energy. So I'm like having a feeling every time. Like I'm trying to feel like the almost say the love for my kids as I'm going through it. Cause I believe that's what like takes it from that conscious brain and puts it in the subconscious. So it's playing all day, right? So I'm, when I'm going through and I have kid issues and I have ex-wife issues and I got ex-girlfriend issues and I got, you know, clinic issues and whatever, mortgages and life that we all have. But I have my eyes and I can see and I have my ears and I can hear and I got beautiful children and I live in the Okanagan and I got my friend Dustin here having me on. It's like perspective. So yeah. attitude of gratitude. And then... You know, in the attitude of wealth, too, I think that's a big part of it is like, give yourself, you know, two minutes or five minutes and do the same thing. And what do you want to see? What are you visioning? Where, what is your wealth? Because wealth comes in many ways. One of them is financially. Yeah. And you got to think about it. It doesn't just happen. Manifesting comes from good planning and a good team. Mm. That's how you do that. You can't do it all on your own. Right. So you know, um, mindset, mindset is huge. So, and mindset is an exercise. It's like going to the gym, working out, you want biceps, but you're not going to do a push up. Right. You want a good mindset, but you're not doing any mindfulness practices. Right. Why do you think you're anxious? Why do you think you're <laughs> negative? Cause you're letting programs play and you're just letting them play. You know, let's stop those programs, rewind them. Let's reprogram them for health and wealth and success and happiness and joy and gratitude and kindness and all those things. And it's doable because I'm doing it. You know, I'm doing it and I'm teaching people every day to do it. And those are the people that I see really have true change in their life. And that's why it's like in my practice, it's not like, oh, here's vitamin C. It's like, here's vitamin C. Stop eating that garbage. Tell me what you're going to do every day to get exercise and get in nature and Where's your mindset? What are you doing? Are you meditating? Are you praying? Are you doing breath work? You got some sort of vibration sound? Are you dancing, music, play? You know, all that stuff is what synergizes you to have a, a happy life, which is the question I ask myself every day. Are you happy? And if the answer is no, I got to go back and reevaluate a bunch of stuff, right? Because the whole point is to feel good. And if you're not feeling good, you're doing something wrong. Dr. Phillips, that was a great bookend. And I appreciate our morning this morning. Where can people find more information about you or your studies or what research you're doing? Um, you know what? I would say Instagram is probably a great way. So it's Brett underscore Phillips. Same thing for Facebook. Currently, my website has gotten taken over by a virus. So that's just under repair. But typically, it's drbrettphillips.com. Um, it'll be up and running soon, but anyway, thank you, Dustin. I appreciate you having me yeah. on. This was a really nice time to share and get to see you. And, um, again, I just, I love helping to inspire our community because it, it truly is a privilege to be helping our, our community. Yeah. Well, thanks, Brett. And let's not take 10 years to see each other again. <laughs> Busy with four kids, bro. <laughs> you know, know. It goes. I know. Get your dirt bike out. Let's go. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into this episode. If you enjoyed the show, please like and rate the show, share with a friend, or use your new knowledge in your next conversation. If during the show something gave you a pang of inspiration, motivation, or sense of uncertainty, act on it now. Get the clarity you're looking for. Find the permission you seek. Go to servicewealth.com to discover how others are learning how to take Fridays off. 
or buying a recreation property or spending more money. If you're an organizer of an event where you believe my philosophy of finance and lifestyle design would be applicable, go to servicewealth.com and book me as a speaker at your next event. If you want a copy of our new book coming out soon, send me a message on Instagram or Facebook and we will be sure to get you a first copy.